Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the second episode of Keeping Him Single. This week, I got the beautiful, the dynamic, the Rachel and Ross. Maybe maybe not Rachel and Ross, because they, they break up. Uh, <laughs> one of the most important couples and people in my life, Sharif and Kayla, who absolutely killed it this week on the podcast. Kayla is just the sweetest thing. I love love the way she giggles at some of Sharif's stuff and gives him a hard time. And Sharif, what can I say about Sharif? The the ultimate dad joke maker. This this I really hate to admit it, but this this is one of the guys that no matter what can always make me laugh. So Sharif, you're the man. Kayla, you killed it. We did the talented Mr. Ripley which is the Matt Damon, Quentin Paltrow, and Jude Law thriller. We go, we take a deep dive into a lot of aspects of the movie, and uh, and there's a lot of a lot of introspection about uh, little symbols in the movie, and of course it comes back to a lot of relationships. I think you guys are going to really love it. These guys were fantastic. Um, this was supposed to be my first episode, but... Wanted to switch it up a little bit, so there's a little couple mentions about that. Please disregard that. I was going to edit it out, but it would have made the podcast sound kind of stupid. Disregard. This is now the second podcast, and uh, thank you, Sharif and Kayla. You guys are beautiful. You're amazing. And I hope that you guys enjoy the show. Keeping them single. Hello, folks, and welcome to uh, Keeping Him Single. I'm not. I'm not sure if we're gonna keep that title the way it is, but uh, we'll just <laughs> we'll play it the way the way it is right now. I have uh, one I of my. The title. I like it too, right? <laughs> I have one of my favorite couples uh, sitting on my couch. I don't want to say it's gonna be my favorite couple because then everybody's gonna complain. I'm like, why are they your favorite couple? <laughs> like, what's what, going what are your that? favorite couple tonight? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> They're my favorite couple ever. I've got all, all the way. They came all the way from uh, the swanky Riverdale. Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale it's more like the Boogie Down Bronx. Nobo. No, no, no. Is it Nomo? It's Nomo. Uh, Nomo. Nomo. North of Manhattan. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, can I introduce Noma, you guys Noma, first, Noma. sir, before Nomo. Uh, <laughs> Nomo. I got, uh, I got the beautiful and adorable Kayla. Oh. All the way from one of the most beautiful places on in, in the entire earth, Albania. Oh, <laughs> Albania is a beautiful country. <laughs> beautiful country. Have you ever been, Sheree? <laughs> <laughs> no. And, uh, and, and I got my favorite horse in the entire world. Yeah. Sharif, man. What's going on, away. everybody? Just oh, hanging out. Hello. Where uh, so this whole point of this podcast, as uh, as I've explained before, is I've I've been missing a certain part of relationships. The one part of relationships actually sitting on the couch, watching a movie, and then discussing it with the person. So I'm supplementing it with you know couples who are married, so that I don't I don't have to go down that road. I could just li- like siphon off of them. And uh, the first movie we're actually doing is uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. Yes, I love it. <laughs> One of my top five movies. <laughs> well, uh, I thought it was top ten. I wasn't sure. Top five. Top five. All right. All right. So, but before that, I like to give you know the audience a little context about you guys, uh, where you first met, and what was the first movie that you actually watched together, just so that I you know the, the audience gets a little, a little comfortable with who I you are. I remember we shared a passionate kiss. <laughs> yeah. After I remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. What was the first movie? I know it was a vampire. What is it? It was that movie with Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, uh, what's the name of it? Oh, it's like I a Matrix ripoff. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> uh, Underworld. Yes, Underworld. Yes, yes. We saw Underworld down in On Union Times Square. Square. Yeah. You guys Union Square. Yes. Union Square. This is at, at the movie theater. At yes. the movie theater. Yes. yes. Mm. Shreep likes Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> 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 Did you share the passionate kiss before the movie? After during? After, after, the after the movie? movie? After. After a half? After. After he watched Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> 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 to tell you the truth, I don't remember the movie at all. I don't remember why I even chose to go to that movie, but I do remember the kiss. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> Trying to win points in the I audience. Swear to God. <laughs> Nicely done. Shreve. I swear to God. <laughs> I like it. I really, yeah, really like it. I remember that. <laughs> okay, so next next question is: Did you guys watch Ripley together? Yes, because actually Sharif loves it, and he got me into it. Yeah, but when we watched it together, it wasn't in the movie theater. We watched it yes. on, on home and oh, on home small movie. screen. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Yeah. Yes. All yeah, right. multiple times. times. Multiple times. I think the first time I watched it, I saw it with Raimi and Alexa, and yeah. I didn't understand it the first time I watched it. What do you mean? I, I, I like something. Something went over my head. I was, I was, I think it was eighteen, nineteen years oh. old when it came out, and it just completely went over my head. And I, I'm not trying to sound artistic or like super cool. I just remember the visuals being beautiful about the new movie, but I didn't actually remember the movie and actually really understand it until maybe ten. 12 years later so I, I, I just couldn't get a grasp of everything that was going on in the movie I agree with you I don't think I appreciated it when it first came out until I became an adult and then I could connect with a lot of the storylines that were going on in there because there's, you're right there's a lot of beauty in showing Italy yep, I agree and in the relationship between the two guys as friends yeah. and how that kind of falls apart but then even more so the things that the demons that Matt Damon's battling inside yeah, yeah. trying to fit into a particular place in society yeah so no, no. all those things i completely agree with, i couldn't connect with as a younger kid but now one of my favorite movies man i, I, I love it's it it's a great movie i yeah. I, I, I just i did i don't think i i got the social classes at all <laughs> and that uh and uh and his bisexuality it's like yeah. didn't register in my head uh, that's like, true I, got that just was, as yeah, well. I just wasn't introduced to it as a kid right, at right. all and then uh and then his evil was just like oh uh Man, I'm like, just I just didn't comprehend in my head at all. So, but what do you like mean? Like, what what do you mean with his evil? Uh, it's like a very multi-layered con- <laughs> like conversation. It's just, I, I actually that's like one. Of, that's actually one of my first questions. Do you like? Do you guys think that Ripley had killed before the before uh, he started with uh, the Jude Law character, or like, do you think? I no. think probably crossed his mind. Have the thoughts, but not really do Yeah, it, I don't think he's it? killed before that, b- before those experiences in yeah. Italy. Until until he, until he had that passion with with Jude, that Jude Law character yeah. on that boat. I don't think no, he ever no. He's had to have have that. He's had to have had that passion before. And and the only reason why I bring that up because he d- he did manipulate the parents in the very beginning of the movie when he was wearing the jacket. So he knew sure. the manipulation from earlier, but like. Maybe, but I think that was the whole power of the movie is how he starts from like this normal guy trying to fit into society and then he has to take it another step further, further to, 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 to really something yeah, more to, to, to now be a part of this new world that he's been exposed to that he's that he's interested in. You didn't, but the, he was he was he's been seeing that world from the very beginning. Even when he was doing the whole P 
piano thing. Um, I think he was at Carnegie Hall and he was playing. He got stopped playing. Like even in the bathroom when he was the the what was you know the attendant at the bathroom was like he's been seeing that life of, of like. Of he's seen the life from that side, but I don't think he's ever experienced the life like he did yeah, with Jude Law and, and the Gwyneth character, where he's living in Italy yeah. in a villa on the water on a yacht, getting invited to ski trips. I don't know if he's. I don't <laughs> know. What if is a cartoon? Where did uh, Cortina? Yeah, Cortina is <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> no, Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> they uh, they uh, they only put us in a lodge where uh, people who know how to ski can go. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We yeah. can't. We, we can't. We can't. Make, we can't. Tommy. Make. <laughs> no, Tommy. Wait, 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 wait. Let's 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 leave. Let's leave that character out of there. All right. Let's let's, let's wait for a second. All right. When we get there. Um. So when we're when we're talking when we're talking about um the evil side. Yeah. When we're talking when we're we're talking about the evil side, there's evils all over the place in that movie because there's Jude Law evils. There's uh, uh, what's Freddy, evils there. There's even um a little evil within Marge, especially at the end when she's like freaking out and is like paranoid with with everyone, right? So, um. So the way the way I looked at it is that he's seen these all in the past, these different types of characters. There's like the Freddy frat boy type characters, the Jude Law who's supposed to be like the perfect guy that he's in love with and then there's the perfect guy's girlfriend and he seen those people in the past but now he's got to take it another step further to stay a part of that world you know he has to pretend to be jude law he has to rent this big massive place he has to have these extravagant lies to be able to fit into that which he didn't have i think the the guts to do before and now he's got the power to do that what do you mean he has seen it before he's seen it before as the bathroom attendant or as the piano player that's true. but but now he's experiencing he and he has a Jude Law's father tri- yeah Jude Law's father put him in a position to be able to be right in the middle of all that to really experience it firsthand to see what it's like to live like Jude Law and so now that if he wants to stay there and he has to face these types of characters he's going to take it to the extreme like unfortunately have bigger lies, commit murder, etc. Do you do you think that um do you think that his sexuality came out when he finally got to live that big extravagant lifestyle? Um Do you think he like he had those feelings before he like I think went he over had there? those feelings before oh, yeah. in the beginning? You Definitely. Do you think he That's acted on I it before? Cuz he didn't act, he didn't really act on it in the movie if you actually really think about it. It was all just insinuated. It's insinuated, but I think it was something that he was struggling with. I agree, yeah. Before, but the comfortability that he started to feel with Jude Law made him feel like it was okay to be that way or okay to bring it out. Yeah, to come out that moment. What about Jude Law made, made him feel that way, though? I mean, I fell in love with that Jude Law character. This is a cool guy. You know what I mean? This guy is cool. He plays jazz. He plays the drums. He's kind he's of got an asshole, p- though. He's got, he is. I but that's like a, him. I'm not a But that's what I mean. He's an asshole, but he's an asshole that you want to hang out with. You want to hang... You know what I mean? And now you're you're hanging out with him. He's one of your good friends. You're going to jazz clubs with him. He's showing you this great time around <laughs> Italy. And then all of a sudden, what? You guys are in the bat together? And I, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, now more. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm getting a little cold.
cold. You think I can jump in there? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm worried. And he watches. You know. No, I'm just saying that I feel like yeah, the I Matt Damon character got comfortable because Jude Law allowed him to get comfortable because he's such a welcoming, cool guy when he lets you into his world. But then once he doesn't let you, once he wants you out of that world, well, that's it. I don't think it. he you made him feel like, okay, to make a move on him. Doesn't he make a move I, on him? I don't. I don't. I, that that's that's the thing. I, I'm like about I the about that move. I, I, I just I just think uh, I think Dicky is just a very like uh, touchy feely like bring yeah. you in kind of group. Like I'll, I'll like if you're gonna sit down and play chess in the bath, so it's obviously like I mean how so they exactly? how they get there in the first place? Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a bath. <laughs> I'm gonna get a chess board, put it on the bathtub, <laughs> come in and join me. I, I mean. <laughs> Mo is my cousin. <laughs> I would never invite him to play any board game <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> while I don't know. We, I mean, we, we used to take baths in our underwear as together. kids. <laughs> but as a grown All adult, right. I wouldn't That's sit so there in the bath and say, "Hey, let's play. Uh, let's play I'm Monopoly." Not gonna I don't think I have an issue if we played if we played chess while you were in yeah, the bath. Yeah, comfortable. I, I, I'm, I, I'm not just mm-hmm. saying that, but my comfort level is different. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I'm a single guy. I'm still I'm very true. fluid. I'm not not you know, I'm not <laughs> well, I'm glad you could admit it on this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> I mean if we have time a little later and uh th- you know we can uh yeah, let's get the more ba- cheesy. <laughs> get the, let's get play the scrabble th- out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I have I have I have a weird question. Do you think if Dickie didn't die, he would have married Marge at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why do you think so? He even said it to him right before he died. I'm gonna marry Marge. It's just yeah, part but of no, but that's part of the script. People, I used to say that to a bunch of girls too. That didn't mean anything. No, I think I think the way Dickie lived his life, he was gonna marry Marge, but still do whatever he needed to do on the side. You know, I think that was just part of his whole whole story. What about with Slavana, the the girl who lost the baby? D- he was remember that whole scene when he was like really upset about it. It's like uh, when when she killed herself. The one who, who drowned. The one who drowned. Yes, the one who killed yes, herself. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um. What if what if she what if she did want to have the baby? Uh, do you think do you think they would have stuck together? Like, no. what do you think the situation would have been? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I think. Uh, what do you think he would have just like paid he for her to get into yeah. trial? Yeah. But what if she didn't want to? They're he in a very Catholic, like religious area, or maybe he would have blamed it on her boyfriend. And I, all I think he, he would have done. Find a way to get away. Yeah, I think he would have done yeah. the same thing he did that got him in Italy. He escaped from America because whatever issues he was facing in America, he would have escaped that yeah. part of Italy to escape whatever issues oh, he was facing. Well, there. he was very heartbroken when she when she died. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't tell. I, know, I rewatched that scene last night. Yeah. And how uh, how upset he was. He was very upset when uh, she died and she committed suicide. And I like how manipulative Matt Damon was about it, where he goes, uh, "I'll I'll I'll take the blame <laughs> for it." <laughs> no, but I like the part before that where Matt Damon thought it was okay for him to go comfort him, and Marge's like, "I got it." <laughs> yes, that's, that is I got exactly, it. Actually. No, I thought that was a great. I thought that w- I thought the whole scene was a great scene, but when I w- I saw him get upset, I was like. Wait, why are you so upset? Would would you have had the baby with yeah. him? Like, what would have happened? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, I'm uh, sure he had feelings. Yeah, obviously I mean, he, he, he cared for the woman. Yeah, 
And it sounds like, I mean, it, obviously he knew about the baby, right? It sounds like he knew about the baby. We find. Oh no, no, because he tells he tells um he tells Tom. Right. Yeah. He goes uh, you did you know? Oh no, no. He yells at him. What do you say? Can you stop cleaning here? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But <laughs> and then Tom I continues to clean. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, did you know she was pregnant?" Yeah. And and that's why I'm like, "Oh, would would he had had would he have had the baby with her?" I mean, what kind of movie would it have been if if they did have the baby together and then. I'm gonna kill them later. No, I just, I just think it's something that it's part of his character. He plants seeds. He has issues yeah. that he leaves behind, and he just moves on from it and makes them disappear in his own way. He's like a donkey. Yeah. Worm. And so whether he, whether she continued to stay alive and had the baby, or whether she didn't, he would have uh, gotten away. Yeah, he would have found a way out. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the scene when Tom actually kills Dicky. Um, do you think he smacks him with 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 the ore in his face because he just wants to destroy his beauty? It's a good question. I, I I just like and it was so pronounced and where he got him and that yeah. whole scene was like, was that it? Like I just am I not even I'm trying to get rid of you. Like no, I think I thought it look well. Doesn't he use his his picture? Like the disguise yeah, himself. But before that, when they're on the boat and he hits him with the when oar. When he hits him with the oar. And then he like cuts his face open. Like so when maybe he, he had a thought before. I don't know. No, I, I, I think he was just trying to hurt him. I don't think he was trying to kill him. I could be wrong. I felt uh, like... No, I, well, I, the, well, that, well, that's the question. I think he was like, even if he wasn't trying to kill him, was he trying to destroy his beauty? And then... I don't think he was trying to destroy his beauty. I think he was just trying to hurt him, and then that was his natural instinct was to hit him on the head. But then at that point, he was fully committed. And uh, and Dickie was, was coming after him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm I trying to think. Hmm. It's a good... I mean, that, 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 that that's, you know, that's a... Because he could have gone him any other way. He could have just, I don't know, thrown... It just the way he cuts him across the face, I was like, oh... Maybe he's trying to do whatever, and then but then no, at the same time, go ahead, Captain. No, but isn't it the because they don't know what he looks like that he uses his picture? I could be wrong. But before that. But maybe he had a visual already that okay, I'm just gonna remove this guy from the face of Earth. But but on the boat when they're out together. Yeah. They get into this argument where. Dickie's kind of trying to move on from... Right. I mean, uh, yeah, Dickie's trying to move on from Tom Ripley. And Tom feels threatened because now there's this life that he's been exposed to that now is going to be taken away from this guy that he potentially loves. So I think he was just trying to hurt him. Whether he was trying to hurt him, his beauty in his face, I don't think so because you even see in later in that scene, he's actually cradling him. That's the scene I wanted to bring up. I, was just like, I, I find that whole part fascinating when they're just rowing on the boat yeah. and, and he's like, and he's holding him. And it's just like, it, there's, there, I don't want to get too deep with the audience, but this is like the shit we talk about when like, like, like when somebody's just like, wait, is, is it, I took his life, so it's now my life, right? I took his beauty, now his beauty becomes mine, right? And it's just like, I become him. Yeah, and that 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 scene is just like so fucked up and awesome in so many ways. Like, 
I, 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 I don't know when I, when I rewatched it yesterday again, just like just kept seeing that that the cutting of the face, and I was just like, all right, like I this is this is me taking your soul. I'm still like no, holding that's a great way to look it. at it. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, I never even thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right. I don't know, yeah. Maybe if you rewatched it yesterday, <laughs> <that'd be great>. <laughs> 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 I've seen that movie so many times. Come on, man. I don't need to rewatch it. I just never thought you're absolutely right. I never thought that him hitting him on yeah, the head, would take cracking the his skull open in the middle of his, his head. Uh, it's him not trying even to cracking. He didn't even crack his skull. Like If he would have just hit him in the back of the head like and then killed him, that wouldn't have made sense. He like went across his face and made him ugly. He maimed him. He like... And I uh, see what you're and, uh, yeah, and that's and that was you know Dickie's bread and bread and butter. And it's of course Big Dickie had charm and you know Jude Law's a, be- yeah, yeah, he's he's a beautiful a guy. guy. He's a beautiful guy. Not right? my type, but he's a good looking guy. <laughs> 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 I want to get back to that a little later, but we'll, we'll, we'll hold <laughs> on. <laughs> um, another another threat, and in in maybe my favorite character in the movie is uh, is Freddie Miles. Yeah. Love that character. <laughs> <laughs> the the Freddie Miles <laughs> the Freddie Miles scene when he comes in, he's at least two seventy five in this small Italian red convertible. He, <laughs> he hops out Show the car. <laughs> <laughs> hops out the car, like literally jumps over like a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> what what was his line? He's like, don't you want to fuck everything that just moves or something? <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> would you just want to fuck every girl just like once? So once <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just like, he's so wow, what an introduction to a fucking character. Like, he's <laughs> and the way he pulls up, he just pulls up the car, parks it, doesn't <laughs> care where he parks, <laughs> almost hits some guy, jumps out. Nope. Not and not only that, hell of an entrance. He has hell of an entrance. He has a glass of wine, and uh, he was, and then he already had reservations to the next place. That is my kind of guy. I like that. That's so why we always yeah. compare him to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. The fat jokes. Again. No, it's not about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there you go. There's nothing there to do. Where you go. Where you go. No. Um, the, the 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 Freddie Miles character it just it, it conflicts me on s- in so many ways. It's just like it's a guy that I want to hang out with, but like at this, he's like the perfect perfect candidate for like you know. Um, saying the most absurd shit to women and like I don't, I don't want to be with him in an office situation or maybe not even in a bar situation but as a loyal friend I I think he's pretty fucking loyal right like that's the kind of guy you want in the trenches with you at the same there's something endearing about how even though he's such a scumbag but there's something very endearing yeah about his loyalty yes loyalty. right but where do you get the loyalty from because I don't get loyalty from him what I get from him it's just he here's a very privileged privileged person who has connected with Dickie because of Dickie's charm. And so they have this connection that they both come from money and they're both in Italy and they both have similar interests. But the only loyalty is that the fact is is those well, aspects. But I feel like Freddie would sell Dickie out at any moment if he had to. I don't see loyalty there. I just see. I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get that I, feeling I, either. I, get, I, I, I feel like okay. Freddie's character. He's just a character to show you somebody who's been given things on a silver platter, so everything's very easy to him. So when you say loyalty, I don't see loyalty Why? there for him because I feel like he's been given so many things in such a s- easy way that he would most likely take the easy way out on certain things. So I don't see the loyalty there. I see fun. I see that he sees Dickie as fun. But, no, but 
is wait okay you just said all right a couple things real quick uh you what what are usually what do friends usually do don't they just like the same things and want to hang out with each other okay okay they're friends that doesn't mean they're friends in that way no but i think they are like he's he's genuinely happy that he's going to hang out with freddie absolutely when he comes through okay and then Freddie goes and looks for him, and he doesn't only look for him. He's, like, really trying to find out, like, he knows, like, every, a- literally knows every aspect of Dickie's life. Like, this is not the way Dickie would, 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 uh, would decorate this house. This, D- Dickie's not playing the fucking piano. Dickie's not at lunch at 4 o'clock, uh, uh, at dinner, dinner, at, dinner, <laughs> dinner. at 6 o'clock. Yeah. If he would have said lunch. Maybe I would have believed you, <laughs> like that kind of thing. But that's because they have that connection together, like that, that they're both similar in those aspects. But I feel I, and that's what I mean. They connect on a level. Shreve, this is wrong. Two privileged people. Shreve, Shreve. and th- and th- this is, uh, and I, I'll make an example of you. If I if I was gone and missing because some guy who was in love with me killed me in the boat. <laughs> you, I I know one of the first people that would search for me would be you. Yep. No, I mean, if, if you get the time off and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> you know, I would search for you. Yeah. Know, you know, I get all the calls for it. You know where Mo is, by the way? I was going to say. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> uh, we haven't heard from Mo in a couple of days. You know where you have you heard from Mo? I, I'm always the first one to get those calls, just so you Mo know. Mo is Mo's missing. <laughs> Do you know where he is? And then you make all the other phone calls. Thank you, Kale. Call that's what I'm saying. This, this, that, that's my point. So, so if I was, if I was missing, right? Let's say I was missing. Uh, Sharif, Sharif would definitely be the point person. Then they'd be like, Kayla, uh, I got to gallop on my horse and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And and, and figure out where uh, and figure out where Mo is. Like all jokes aside, the guy went. He's going city to city trying to find his friend. If he was that selfish and selfish, like this guy screwed me over on the ski trip. He never showed up on. He fucking owes me money because he didn't show up. And I think that was why he came. It's what a money situation, not Kale. a loyalty situation. You think he came over for the mo- for the money? Just to see what happened. That's what I mean. Like yes, they're friends. No. But I honestly feel like no, the person, they, I think they Freddie's character, is 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 the way it is, because it's meant to be that typical, it's meant to be that typical, privileged, type of person who's in Dickie's life, but has zero loyalty to him. They I have certain connections because they it. both come because they that. come from money. No, I don't I think it. But that's the way. Cares. That's 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 the impression that I got from him. I, I like the scene when they're in the when they're in the um in the music place and it's like and they're both listening to music with the headphones like flipped around. Yeah, yeah they're sharing the headphones. And, and they're that. sharing it in a booth. And that though that and that closeness and that hanging out and he's like, Oh my god, Dick, you have to hear this. Like, come over here, you have to hear this. I'm like, ah, I I, I kinda remember that at like Tower Records when I used to hang out with close people or whatever, like that was cool to see. That's what friends do. I'm I'm sorry. I think I think he has like You're absolutely right. That's what I'm and, trying and, to say. And and ultimately, ultimately, a part you're not bringing up, he lost his life. Yeah. Over looking for Dicky, right? Exactly. Because he comes back. Doesn't he come back? And he comes. He comes back. Yeah. He comes back. But that, I think that's why that's the importance of Freddie's character is that he's another obstacle to Tom. 
It's not for him to show the value of his friendship to Dickie. It's more of the obstacle that Tom has to face to be part of Dickie's society, which is why I think that he's there as a friend to, to Dickie. They have similar interests. They have these connections as far as jazz and skiing and Italy, but it doesn't go beyond that. And, and, the, and, and it doesn't go beyond that and doesn't go beyond money. And the only reason why he's there is that there's people like that that are going to be an obstacle to Tom to be it part of that high society that he wants to be a part of so much. And that's why his character is in that no, movie. No, no, no. That's not why he killed him. He killed him because he was about to get busted. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's, he's another obstacle for Tom to be in that, in that level he of society. So you Go mean ahead. it symbolizes just that he's not there yet because here... Freddie isn't this other guy who has the money. He is in another level, and he has to cross that obstacle. Is that what she's saying? Yeah, it's he's a, he's another like obstacle for Tom to be in that high society that he wants to be. He's he's the bully that that has nothing to do with the loyalty question, though. The loyal the loyalty the loyalty question is. But that's what he I mean. literally gave up the ultimate but sacrifice. He but the only for his boy. He it's realized not for his boy. The it was he realized it was dangerous. Like oh shit something fucked up might have happened to my boy I'm gonna go back. He up was and leaving. See he was leaving and then and then he and was then he gonna read, go to he the, 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 the maid on the way out. Is that, like, Cro- like, do you yeah, know where it is? Yeah, Delacroix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't know Delacroix from your elbow. <laughs> no, no. You, you, if you watched the, if you watched the movie yesterday, you would know. Uh, <laughs> um, I remember when you didn't know your ass from your elbow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now you're giving me but fucking directions. But that's what I mean. Like he was he was leaving, and it was the maid. Who blew up Tom's spot? She's uh, like, no, no. Dicky doesn't play the piano. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's what I mean. His loyalty only goes so far. I'm not saying they're not friends. They're very close I friends. Didn't, I, I didn't see any crack in his loyalty to to um to Dickie at all. There was no crack. But I think Sharif is just saying that put him there just to symbolize the, the sure, obstacle sure. that he has to surpass. You no, know what yeah, I mean? that's what I mean. Like society. I don't see, I don't see the loyalty it's not being more like a loyalty. I think Freddie's loyalty mm-hmm. to Tom, uh, to to uh, Dicky is only as deep as the amount of fun that Dicky is willing to give him. That once, if if Tom remained alive. And him and Marge got married and they had kids, and his life wasn't as fun as it was. Oh, but that could happen. Freddie would be that gone. That could happen with everybody. Freddie would be gone. Literally, that's the story that's of a, my life exactly, right now. That's what I'm trying to say. You. <laughs> that's exactly what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's exactly literally what I'm the saying. story of my that's life. True. That's literally the story of my but life. What that's what I'm trying to but say. But they but had a bunch of connections, but I feel like that particular, the low, I think the level of loyalty that you're talking about, it wasn't, it wasn't there. And I don't think that was the purpose of Freddy's character in that movie. Yeah, I, I, I think the purpose of Freddy's, I, pre- I think the purpose of Freddy's role in that movie was it's another obstacle for Dicky to be. I'm sorry, for Tom to, to be Dicky, for him to fit in, okay. and that's why he was there. It has no, no, no. He definitely, he definitely was an obstacle. But that, that, that's, that's not, that's not, that's not the, that's not the topic I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like no matter how revolting this guy was, he wasn't the nicest guy in the yeah, world. He cared about. He cared about Dicky. He was fun. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not. He just seems like a kind of a good hang. I don't know. I, I just, he's a great hang. <laughs> he's, he's a great like a good hang. Yeah. And maybe I'm being cynical. Maybe I'm just. You are being. You are being cynical. Very cynical. Being maybe cynical. I'm just talking from experience, but I just feel just like I haven't I've hung seen out a lot of single I've guys seen, I've lately. Seen, I've, what is that? <laughs> I've, I've, I've unfortunately come across many Freddy characters in my life, and to me, Maybe by the way, you just call me Freddy, so I don't even know how, the, how I should <laughs> feel about that. <laughs> but I'm just saying with the Freddy characters, to me, unfortunately, they're only as loyal as the fun that they're going to feel with that person at that about? time. And so I'm actually, a f- see, this is why I'm having this podcast. This is why I'm a, f- this is why, this is why, I, this is why I don't like married couples sometimes. Because you talk, you talk that, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you guys about? talk that shit, like, like, I'm sorry. We're trying to have a good time once in a while. We like we were ha- we have some free time. I, I, I have no Disney Plus. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Like sometimes we have to have a good time. Absolutely, I completely agree. But that's and you guys could join us once in a while, and, and there's no big deal, you know. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like yes, there is loyalty between Freddie. But that loyalty only goes so far. That loyalty only goes until you have a baby, and then you can't <laughs> you can't do anything no, anymore. I'm That's literally saying, what you just I said. Know. What I'm trying <laughs> to say <laughs> is, like, you once Jude Law has a baby, what I'm, what I'm trying you, to say you, is that you could just I, say, I, "Go fuck yourself." I feel right? like I feel like you're really promoting the relationship that Dickie. Of sorry, course, of that, course, that I am. Dickie and Freddie had. Yes, I am. As close friends, I am. Where I feel like their connections were more about similar interests that they had because they both come That's from money. That's what friends are. But, but that that happened. That happens no. too. Yeah. yeah, but but friends. Don't go you remember Marge's line? Like, don't you only feel comfortable with other people of money? I would never fucking admit that. That wasn't Marge. Not Marge. Uh, it was um, the textile Logan. Lo- what's the, um, oh, God, my, how do we not know this? Yeah, the Meredith. Uh, Meredith Lodge. Yeah, that, Meredith. That, and that's what I mean. Like, I thought that was one of the one of the better scenes in there. It's like, aren't you aren't you comfortable with other other people? But you could say that about us too, because we basically hung out with other like middle income people when we were in, in growing up in New York, right? It's yeah, but I feel like that's. I mean, the we kind of did the same thing. Let's know. I mean, we why? didn't. We didn't. I feel, and, and that's what I mean. I feel like when it. When it came to those characters, the only connections they had was the money. And that's why I feel like the connection that Dickie and Freddie had was the money. And that's why when you say there's loyalty, I don't feel like there's real loyalty there. Because if you take the money away, Freddie and Dickie are not friends. No, I that Yeah, I disagree. Thank you, Kayla. I, it goes beyond that. Of course it I does. I mean, yeah, money is one thing because that's probably how they connected. But... I think they cared about each other. If they cared about each like, other, then how come Freddie and how come Freddie and Tom had so many problems? He felt that he felt that Tom was so bourgeois. He felt that Tom was so bourgeois because he didn't no, come from money. No, because I, think, he I think it's different. He couldn't I, no, connect with Tom he loved, on the I same level. Loved, I think he loved Dickie so much. He yeah, didn't want he, he didn't want anybody love. else to. Uh, um, uh, and this is what I'm talking about, Freddie. He didn't want anybody else to be his best friend. And Tom was going in on being his best friend, and he was like, "Yeah, Yeah, he was like, fuck that shit. I'm his boy. I've done that in the past. I'm like, when some other (laughs) when when some other dude tries to get in one of my boys, I'm like, yo, relax. By the way, we do that within our own group. Whenever somebody new tries to come in the group, what do we do? We tear them down. We go, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, you peeping? <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, peeping. Tommy, you peeping? How's the peeping, Tommy? How's the peeping, Tommy? That's exactly what we do. We turn down new people in the group. It's terrible. 
Yes. Yeah, watch your back. Watch your back, Sean. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to Thanksgiving dinner. Huh? <laughs> Better be on time, buddy boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, one bird minimum in this Thanksgiving. <laughs> but that's that's exactly what I'm trying to say is that the loyalty between these guys comes back down to the money. I'm going to say one more thing because we've spent way too much time on it. If, 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 um, if uh if if Freddie was poor and uh Dickie was rich, you would be like the only reason that Freddie is hanging out with Tom with uh with Dickie is because he was like hanging out with him for his money. So you like the loyal the loyal the fact that they're on even plane and they don't ha- need each other for anything monetarily, it like kinda debunks your theory. The mon- the mon- the the fact that they both have money is actually the reason why you could tell that they both care about each other. That's exactly what I'm saying. That loyalty is tied to the money. <sighs> You're missing my point. Anyway, we're going to move on. Marge, what do we think of her? Is she a wet blanket or is she a fun girlfriend? I'm really, really not sure how I feel about her. I think she's caring. I don't know about how much fun she is, but she's caring. She makes a good martini, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah, she cares. Would she loves the guy. W- would you hang out with her, Kayla? Is she what? a good hang? I don't know. I don't know how much fun she's in Italy. <laughs> she seems cool. She's a little yeah. over dramatic. That 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 little scene where Tom surprises her and she screams <laughs> like that all of a sudden. Oh. I don't see anybody screaming like that. So I just feel like she's a little bit over dramatic. <laughs> Especially towards the end when she's trying to prove that Tom is the guy, the killer, and she starts of crying. Course. But she was right about yeah. that. She's absolutely Her right. Just got <laughs> but murdered. Yeah. But she's 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 cool, I, you know. I like her. I can't tell. I can't tell if she's a good, cool hang. I mean, she's okay with Dicky cheating on her. I, I Does like she know? Does she know that Dicky's cheating? She on her? Oh. Out. no! She says uh, it's one of the great lines in the movie. Um, she um, she's talking Tom Tom. It's when Freddie Miles is on the boat with them, and yeah. he's like jumping off and fighting with uh with Dicky, and then uh. She goes, uh, it's the by the way, I always think about me and you during that scene when they're fighting in the, in water. the water. He's drowning <laughs> me. Help. He's dr- I always think about me and you. <laughs> Just All so right. you know. Because we're always trying to drown. Because <laughs> we're always trying to drown <laughs> each other. <laughs> that's why it's, it's a classic scene. And I was it is. <laughs> I love that scene. I know. I love that scene. That's us, man. No, but she has, she has an amazing line in that where she's um, where uh, she's she's talking to him. She's like. It's the great. It's it's like the sun is shining on you when Dickie's giving you all the attention in the world, yeah. and when he's not, it's like darkness. And uh, and then uh, and then he she says something, and uh, and 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 that and I'm only and I'm only just talking about the boys right now. Like she's not. She knows about the other girls in in his life. She's like, hey, like I I know he's fucking around on me. Right. Ba- she's basically telling him that. She point. loves him. Yeah, she loves him so much. I d- I'm just not sure if she's a good hanger now. Like I'm like. I'm kind of stuck in the in, in the middle of that. I like I like love she, go- she, I love I love going to his yin. He's this very outgoing person. She's this very calm, laid back yeah. person. So that's why I think they complement each other very exactly. well. And I think she's a solid character in that. And I think she is a good hand because she's very laid back. You know. No, I know. I. I, I but it's a good point. You know, now that I think about it, you don't really know her history. You don't really know yeah, they don't where she much. comes from, whether she comes from no. money, whether she, she does. Doesn't. She does. She does. She does come from money. She d- yeah, you get that. She that has her own house there, because yeah. you can. You, the movie try to kind of, kind of tries to make it seem that um, that they're living together, but she has her own house. 
So, all right, let's let's move let's move let's let's move away from this. We we actually had a, a quick break because Shreve's doing the same shit I told him not to do right now. He's still doing <laughs> it. Fucking guy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> folks. When uh, when you have hooves instead of hands, <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 difficult to uh, coordinate. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Kayla, I'm, I'm sorry. You have to do this motherfucker is literally doing. What, what you, it's do not anything. a dildo. It's I'm a microphone. Holding microphone. <laughs> I'm holding the microphone. Normally. All right. All right. So wait. So we took the break, and I, I like I'm not I'm not like trying to like switch. I am trying to switch the conversation. You said we we missed the best the best character in the movie is Italy. I'm telling you that movie uh, is the way it is because it takes place in such an exotic, beautiful country. No, this the scene the scenery is like exactly fucking amazing. I mean that's you the only. So? Yes, you I put that do that you, movie. If you filmed it in Spain, you will be the same one. I agree. You can film it in any exotic, but the fact that it takes place in Italy makes it so much more beautiful. I think the way they filmed it is beautiful. Just the water, the colors, um, the cinematography. There's not to get too deep. There, there's. I don't. It just. I wanted to be with them yeah. every step of the movie. Like I, I like. It adds so much more. The them going to Rome, them going to the jazz clubs, them. Yes, them yeah. being on the water in the boat, I, 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 that taking the train too? to Rome. They did. They went to. They Venice. went. He went. He goes to Venice at the end when at he the, end, right? the jail because he was like trying to avoid the people. Exactly, and then and then the the the, the role that the police in Italy plays and how they are. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Italy is a big part of that. I don't. I I think Freddie Miles is my favorite character in the movie. I love him. I I know, and we're supposed to. He's like, but there, Philip Seymour Hoffman plays that role amazing. So good. He's amazing in it. He's he's, he's amazing. So good. He's amazing. Even though, who who do we who do we think is the winner, the winner in that in that in that movie? There's just so many good characters. If you really think about it, Jude Law is only in it for half the fucking movie, right? Yeah. Because yeah. there's a whole other half, and just like. Okay, he was amazing, but like, and then Philip Seymour Hoffman is only in it for like a quarter of the movie, but I think he steals the whole movie. And then Matt Damon is just amazing throughout the whole movie, but he's like kind of just even keel the whole entire time, right? Even though he's yeah. killing motherfuckers, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> this, guy, this guy, man. Okay. <laughs> The hooves are all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, I, 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 don't, I don't. I think each I, I character. Um, what do you call it? I don't know who wins. Who's the who wins the movie? Who's the best character? Like plays an important part and it just you know sticks out. Yeah. I think everyone plays such a good role. Even yeah. the father plays such a good role. That's the way amazing. he reels about his own son, right? Is <laughs> such a good character. Everybody plays such. I, I I feel like it's such it's it's such a great movie for how it comes together with the characters and how they act and how everything just falls into place with everybody. I it's agree. So good. I agree. And we didn't even talk about Kate Blanchett, who I thought was amazing in it. And and yeah. I think she's, I think she's stunning, and I think she's beautiful in that movie with her like the blonde hair, and then the she's always wearing this 
dark red red, red lips, lipstick. It's just like, uh, and you get introduced to her right in the very beginning, like, and she's his pseudo crush, and she's ultimately the reason why she even he even kills the last character at the end. But whatever, mm-hmm. like, she's amazing in it too. I mean, talking about all this, who who's your who's your biggest Who's your biggest female crush and who's your biggest male crush in the movie? It's difficult. Yeah, I mean, I I have to say, you know, (laughs) Jude Law, male male crush. No, I mean, I'm not gonna say male crush, but Jude Law. Well, who's who's the male crush? Who's the female crush? Fiorello. For me, it's Fiorello. Which Which one? Fiorello. (laughs) He's the guy, the Italian jazz. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, his friend. Oh. He's, he's, uh, oh, he's the boyfriend of um Slavana, is isn't he? He's the, the boyfriend do, 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 of the brother. Americana, Americana, Americana. Oh, I did <laughs> not. <laughs> Kayla. That's what we're sure What is. a curveball. He's Lee does look good. He's one of the best. He's a very well-known uh, Italian singer. Oh, artist. is he? I yes, didn't know that. Yes. I'm telling oh you, man. man. And I, and I actually, I actually <laughs> referenced, actually, when, I, when we were in Italy two years ago, I actually referenced uh, Talented Mr. I actually referenced the song that he plays in. Yes, is the is the picture when Sharif is having an espresso, and I, we, I said. In Sorrento. In Sorrento, and I said, you should put Tubo Falla Americano. No, Tubo Falla Italiano, Bastinato in, in America. Italy. I don't know. I, I love that song. I love I didn't know he was an actual singer. Yes, he's he's a, actually a good. Uh, he's a well-known, uh, popular performer. Um, he's hosted many shows, and he's an actor. I had no idea. Yes. I I love that you gave that answer. I of love that. That's one that's of the amazing. reasons I love. Because when that part came on, when I watched the movie, I'm like, I love that stuff. Oh, man. Do you, can I ask you a, a question, Kayla? Yes. Do you like the way he handles a microphone better <laughs> than your husband? <laughs> 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 Ultimately, he knows just <laughs> to make me place the microphone <laughs> in front of him, right? Yes. <laughs> and then we call, and we call it a day. And just not like not just like banging against shit. Just be like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's 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 just it's just it's just awkward <laughs> when <laughs> when you see a man on television uh, playing yeah. a character in the 1930s. He just knows 1950s actually. Was it That's 50s? The 50s. How do you know that? It's I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's the 50s. <laughs> pretty sure. We're, 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 how do you know? We're pretty sure. It was in the 30s, my man. <laughs> it was in the 30s. Okay, but but did you I'm find that? All right, no, no, look it up. I actually, look it up. But do you find that fact about a man attractive that <laughs> he just knows like how to how, how to like get not stomp the microphone all over the place? <laughs> I, 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 I agree. With Experience that. has to be a lot. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> all right, so that that's yeah. such a good pick, Sharif. Who's your who's your main crush pick? I have to be honest, man. Jude Law just kills it. Jude, Jude Law. Law. He's just his life. We do it. His <laughs> life. How how he acts. I mean, this guy has, has all the money all? in the world, has a boat, has freaking jazz records, just chills out, hangs out in Italy with his girlfriend, goes to jazz clubs, hangs out, hangs out with Freddie Miles. Freddie Miles. Has a, you know what I mean? Come on. This but, yo, guy. But Matt Damon, when he, when he first meets him at the beach, when he's all pasty, he's, yeah. <laughs> he, 
Yo, he's looking jacked. <laughs> yeah, but that's just a pre-coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's an undercoat. It's an undercoat. <laughs> it's, undercoat. it's a primer. Such a great line. <laughs> Such a great line. And the, and the lime green <laughs> bathing yeah. suit. Yeah. And, he's, and he's wearing, like, dress shoes on the beach. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> it's such an amazing. Right. Right. The whole thing is amazing. It's so great. All right. So who's the who's the female crush? The female crush. I don't hmm. like Marge. I don't like. I don't know. Like, can I can I tell you something about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? I'm not trying. To, did you guys ever see Great Expectations with Ethan Hawke? I have seen it, but it's been a long time since I've and seen it. It's like early. It's also the it same. That that's the only movie where I found her super attractive. Like. She's beautiful in that movie. Not that she's not beautiful in this movie, but she's like seductive and um, and great expectations. I I, I hope we we get to do great expectations one of the movies in here. But I I, d- I don't find her that attractive in this movie. I actually find Kate Blanchett very attractive in this movie. She's gorgeous. Like every one of her features, from the blonde hair, is like super blonde and like. The red lips are super red, and like the curls are super bouncy. There's like everything accentuated about this white girl. She's like, boom! Like I don't know. It's like uh, she's she's very pretty. She's never been that pretty in another movie. She like literally takes my breath away in this movie. I think she's super super pretty. She's she's my I think she's my vote for the for the crush on, on the movie. Um, and I actually even picked Slavana, the girl. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. Slavana was the one that yeah, I think. I knew yeah, you were gonna say that. because she's Italian. Yes. Of you know, she's voluptuous. She she's yes. the one that has the, the the that adds that edge to the she's, movie, she's right? She's got swag. She's exactly. Got swag. Yeah. She <laughs> sells fruit on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, she does Come on, right. <laughs> you know, in, in a small village, but still carries herself she re- with she some re- confidence. She reminds me of every one of Max's uh, oh Eastern European girlfriends because <laughs> they always all use the same line, like "I hate you, Max. I hate you." It's <laughs> the same thing. I hate you, Dickie. I hate you. I was like, yeah. oh man, she's got <laughs> balls. You know what I mean? She got pregnant. Son. She got ready. <laughs> I need to talk to you. You don't want to talk. Talk to me. All right, peace he said out. He's gonna talk to you later. Yeah, uh, peace out. That's how we found out she was pregnant. What are you talking about? Right, but that's what I mean. Right. She has that European. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't get, no, if you don't, don't listen know. to me, <laughs> I'm gonna get you back. No, I, I, I don't know. Did you hear? Albania is a beautiful country. Beautiful country. Don't get in trouble, Shree. You gotta go home, son. <laughs> You gotta go home at some. <laughs> I mean, I mean that does pull out into a you futon if you want. <laughs> you want, you want a futon? Yeah, yeah it'll sure be you, in. my I'm brother. I'm sure I want to sleep on this futon. And <laughs> <laughs> this futon, that's been here. All right, all right. Who all knows right, who right, slept on this futon? All right, this one here. The one you mean, the one that you're sitting on, exactly. All right, all right. So, Dickie. How much do you think his allowance was for? One of like my one of my favorite lines is like I'm gonna get on a boat. Last time I was in Manji, I got on a boat. I saw a house and I bought it. Like what? Like what is what does his dad afford him? Like why does he need uh Tom to swindle his dad for a fucking icebox? Do you remember that scene? Like, yeah, that's a good point. Like 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 what what is his allowance situation? Like I know it's a weird question. It's like. Is he getting that much money from his dad? Like, 
Does he have I to mean, buy the villa, himself? The villa that they had was pretty beautiful. That's what I'm saying. And like, he has a boat. Huge. And he has a boat. Do you remember what the boat's name was? Bird. <laughs> well bird. Done. Yes. And why is it and why is it ridiculous? Because why is it ridiculous yeah. or why is it no named bird? What? Why is it named bird? I know why is it named bird? Because of the the jazz artist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But why is it ridiculous? Cuz you have cuz you have to name um you have to name the the boat after a female. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Come this on, guy. man. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Bird, look. Look at the name of my boat. <laughs> uh, by the way, how did they not notice that his bag was already broken <laughs> before all those records fall yeah, out? Right? He's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, that was a great move on Tom's part. It is, man. That's what I mean. That's what I, he's fighting to stay relevant in that society. And as far as his stipend, as far as whatever allowance he was getting from his father, I mean, this guy has a nice lifestyle, man. He's living in a nice villa. And he was about to buy nice a, new, a new house. Like, like, how much is he really getting from the dad? That's like something I wasn't ever really sure about. Like, why does he need Tom to like buy an icebox? Why, or even Marge needs that for that to happen. Like, I thought that part, that part of the plot was a little right. It's kind of weird. Doesn't fit was into was the story. A, was was a little was a little shaky, but but whatever. All right, so they so Tom, so Tom meets what's his name Ben Smith Kinsley uh, <laughs> Kingsley. Let's just Kingsley, call him Kingsley. Let's call yeah. it Kingsley. So yeah. Uh, I sh- I should be more prepared with the the characters' names, but I I, to- I totally wasn't. Um, do we think that Tom was actually in love with that guy? It was not so. So I feel like that guy is introduced into the movie to bring Tom back to reality because he's living this fantasy world where he's with Dickie, he's with Marge, he's with Freddie well on a boat. Before that, does he have money? I don't think he does because he can't afford a place. To have Marge stay with him, he's like, like, he's best basically pres- producing choir boys at um, and doing like like um choirs with local choir boys. It seems like that's what he's doing. Right. So that so th- that's what I mean. That's. But he's but he's hang but he's I think he's doing the same thing that Tom's doing without killing motherfuckers, right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Oh. He's Tom. He's Tom, but like. He's Tom not without the Tom. exactly. He's not crazy Tom. If Tom was not crazy and not I wanting to take that, that extra step, that's Tom. I think so too. That's Tom right there. That's interesting. I think that's why they're attracted to each other. But so but, but but he's a better like he's the good version of Tom. He yeah. is the good version. He's of Tom. the he's the good Tom. He's the good Tom. But does th- and then Tom is the Tom that's willing to take that es- extra risk. Tom is the one who commits the murder. Yeah. He does it in his own. Tom doesn't want to go back to his old life. He doesn't, and that's that's what Kingsley is. He's his old life. If you continue as Tom, this is what you're going to be. No, but all right. Wait, that, so that, how do they know each other again? They they me? met they met at the uh, they met at the opera. Oh yeah, that's right. That's with, uh, right. With the wild horses wouldn't bring Dicky to <laughs> 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 uh, to yeah, uh, to an right. opera, and then uh, and then Tom does that that amazing cafe trick. Where uh, he invites one that of them at ten yeah, o'clock, the, 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 the one oh, at ten fifteen, yeah. and and Marge and Meredith meet. Oh God, what a great move! 
I gotta do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotta. Have, I've, I've gotta do that with two girls in the beginning. Once exactly. in my life. <laughs> just have them meet at the Domino's, right? <laughs> 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 I'll meet you at the ten o'clock at the Domino's. <laughs> you here to see Mo? <laughs> Who goes to the Domino's to actually get the pizza? Right? <laughs> pick up. Huh? Okay, let's move I'm on. I'm here for pick up for Mo. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Ripley's life if he stays straight and narrow. And, and he does, doesn't he? He doesn't. And and, no. and Meredith King, King, is Kingsley. the life if he wants to be Dicky. And he decides to kill Kingsley at the end to say, yeah. I want to be part oh, of Dicky. Yeah. King Kingsley right. is actually the successful way of hanging out with the rich people because he's actually doing it with. And like Meredith even mentions that Dicky liked Kingsley at, at, at one point. Like, there, it's like. Kingsley's doing it with no with no issues whatsoever. Like, but I think when people hang out with Ripley for any amount of time, they get fucking sick of him because he because he, he's boring. He's not a good. Hang. Even Dicky said he's you're not boring. Good, he's not, <laughs> you're he's quite boring. <laughs> uh, yeah, he told him he was quite relieved that he was leaving. Yeah. Uh, like, he's because not, he's Dickie not a, is boring. No, not Dickie. I mean, I'm sorry. Tom. Tom, Tom is boring. Tom's Tom. Yeah, he's. I don't think Tom's a good hang. No. I think him and, him and Marge actually might be really good together. And that's that's, what, that's why they. That's why Dickie already has Marge. He doesn't need Dickie. He doesn't need Tom. Also, that's what I mean. Like I'm done. I already yeah. ha- I already have one bad hang. I don't need another one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and, Mar- <laughs> and, Mar- and Marge <laughs> makes a good martini. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so why they become friends? That's a good question. That is a good question. And I think he just becomes friends in the beginning with Tom yeah. just despite his father. The uh, father. Yes. yes. Yes, just despite his father. You know what? You actually make a good point because he didn't even want to talk to him until he did the impression of his father. Exactly. He was willing to just let him go. Yeah. And then after that, he's just like, whatever. Oh, that is interesting. And then once that all plays itself out and he realizes what Tom is all about, Tom is done. Dickie is done. Dickie's done. You keep getting no. Dickie is done with Tom. That's what I mean. Dickie's like once done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tom is like He's done with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then Tom realizes yeah. that and then he has Tom to do has been something. exposed to this life and now he wants to be a part of it. He has obstacles like Freddie. He's op- he has obstacles like Marge. He has obstacles like Kingsley. that detective. And Kingsley, and he. No, King, Kingsley's on his side. What? Kingsley's on his side, but Kingsley is a reminder of what he's gonna, the life he's gonna have to live. Uh, wait, wait. Actually, let's. Uh, this is a cri- this is a question well, I actually Kingsley have on my list. Just comes up like out of, no, not comes up like. He just comes in the becomes an obstacle for like for no reason like he can't yeah you're right yeah. he becomes an obstacle at the very end yeah like it's not but intentionally it's not intentional right, yeah right no but that that and that's my it is but that's no, no, no wait 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 and that's my question question to both of you what if what if he never sees Meredith on the boat 
Yeah, he would never do. He would never done what he did. He would have never killed right? him. Right? Don't you think they would have lived happily ever after doing so. whatever? I think so. Until. <sighs> no. I yeah, the only reason why he killed him is because he saw yeah. Meredith on the boat. It was a threat to his life. That it was a threat to Tom. Tom was about to get away from that life. They were gonna live. They're, I don't know where they were going. They were escaping together. Marge was out of the picture. And then Meredith came in. Be- and they were on a boat. So why did he have to kill him then? That, all right, so that's the question. I, I, am, I, I am not kidding. This is something I thought about. I, re-wa- I would watch that scene even though I knew it was coming up. And I, like, I thought about it and I thought about it. Like, What is he going to do? What He's going to end up with Meredith so he can live that lifestyle with Meredith? But people think that that um, Dickie Greenleaf is already dead. So what's what's his play here? Or maybe I'm overthinking it because this is pre-internet information stuff, right? This the is fifties, <laughs> the twenties, <laughs> the thirties. <laughs> no, but it is b- before like information was readily available. Like what what's his play here? Isn't Meredith gonna eventually find out that Dickie's? The, I mean, they, I mean. The, all these people are within the so same social circle. They all are in the same social circle, and, and to everybody's understanding, and even, they Dickie's even, already they even dead. Make, they even make believe they're in the same social circles right. together. But in, in in everybody's mind, Dickie's already dead. But here she not, is. No, not Meredith. But yeah. not, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. But here yeah. is Meredith, who has seen Dickie alive, supposedly, after he's already been killed. And so it's a threat to, to Tom's escape, right? But at the same time, it's a... It, he chooses to live that lie. He wants to stay as Dicky for a little bit longer, and Kingsley's that threat. So that that that's my question. Like, does he even realize that like it's only for a short amount of time? Is he training in that short amount of time for what what could have been a lifetime of love with and that's, that's with Kingsley? He's and I love that's how they ended the way they ended. Yeah. That's right. how they ended the it's movie. It's great. Yeah, Tom is choking. Tom's killing. And right? no, and yeah, and then yeah, and that's what I mean. But and that's the thing. He's wi- Tom is willing to do that to go that far, but just another boat ride worth of Dickie's life, so he can say that he's Dickie for the rest of that. And then who knows what he's gonna. So do what is he gonna do when they when she finds out he's he's gonna kill hit Meredith and and no and the, two the boat docks. He gets off the boat and he disappears. Right? Disappears to what? It he disappears to another life. He disappears to nothingness. He disappears he to another the, life. The, the whole Dickie story is dead. Then why did he have to kill Kingsley? Because. And he wanted to be Dicky for that the rest of that boat ride, wherever that boat was going, wherever they, they could have stayed in the to. room the entire time. You're absolutely right. Don't you think he like jumped on ship with Meredith afterward? He might have even fucked her afterwards. Who knows? He might have, but that's what I mean. He was willing to give up Kingsley to live Dicky's life for the rest of that boat ride, and then once that boat docked somewhere, he was gone. I don't. I don't think it's that simple. I think it's deeper than that too. I'm trying to think. I mean, deeper, deeper. How much deeper can you go? I, th- I, <laughs> I think he continued. He wanted to continue wanting to be Dicky. He wasn't going to switch the story that quickly. You're making it no, way. Just get off the boat. Get off get the away. boat. And get or away. Or, yeah. or even no. if he, okay, fine. He docks in the boat, but at least he can continue to be Dicky with Meredith. Exactly. For how much time? For how much time? That's what I'm asking. I don't know, but he's willing to. That's that's kill. something that's actually bothered me. But that's the thing. He's so willing long. to take lives to continue to be Dicky for as 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 long as he can before he gets caught. 
because he loves Dickie's life so much. He wants to be a part of that higher society. He loves it. He loves going into. He not only loves it. He's actually. He loves going to Amex. He's, he's actually and getting those travelers checks. It's not. It, <laughs> he loves. He's right. He's right. He loves. Uh, my my favorite part is when Meredith says, "I love the feel. I love the feel of uh, of Italian money. It's so dark." And then he goes, uh, "Not too many large bills. Most people won't break them." Exactly. But it's like he he know he. He knows how to live that lifestyle he without it. being a part of that lifestyle. Absolutely, you're absolutely right, and that's what I mean. He knows. Well, he thinks he knows, which is why. No, 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 no. He does know. He knows. If he you thinks keep he knows. massaging that motherfucking no. microphone, I'm gonna punch in your face. I swear. I swear on Lord. But this is why I think he knows. And this is again. Now we go back to Freddie. He thinks he knows, which is why he gets that extravagant apartment. But then Freddie calls him on it and says. Dickie wouldn't get this kind of stuff. No, 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 no. That's different. Dickie wouldn't wouldn't decorate that same kind of way. Exactly. Only but that, 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 had, that has nothing. No, it's not like he's like, here's where I d- you're trying to say it's like a poor person trying to decorate. Yes. No, it's, wrong. It's, it's somebody had, who's not part of that no, lifestyle the, who's trying to fit the in. The fact that he had that um, that head, I, I don't even know. I'm sure yeah. we're going to get a lot of blowback because there probably is a lot of significance to that piece of artwork. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, I, I apologize. It, it, it was, was Mussolini, <laughs> but most calling it is But up on. <laughs> so, <Mussolini>? uh, <laughs> <laughs> the statue, the, the one statue, that he the Freddy one they killed. I'm sure, like we 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 should know it's not Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Mussolini is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was made in the 30s. This is way before <laughs> Mussolini. Um, yeah. The fact that he, the fact that, he, uh, let me bring it back. He actually knows the good taste. He knows he knows that that the um the better things in life more than rich folks do. I think. I disagree. No, I I, 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 I really disagree because Freddie calls him on it in that scene where Freddie gets no, killed. No, Freddie's not killing him. But Freddie, then, Freddie's not but calling then him. Later on, on in the scene, later on in the movie, I'm sorry, when Marge comes to that new apartment that he has with Kingsley, she's like, "Wow, this is a nice place." Exactly. Because he steps up his game because he realizes... His game was always stepped up. No, I His disagree. game was always stepped up. He just didn't have the resources for I it. I disagree. No, you're wrong. No, man. It's like, you're it's, absolutely it's, you're it's, wrong. It's like, it's like when you get a rapper who's straight out of the street who gets some money and then all of a sudden they're... That, they're, they're no, I know that's where you were going and that's why I just... Dis- that's where I'm disagreeing with you. Uh, I, I I disagree with that. Or but, or but you get it, or you get a, a a clown like Muhammad Kamal who gets an Upper East Side apartment and he puts a giant decal on the <laughs> front of his door, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. The neighbors are like, "What's going on? <laughs> over What's here? going on? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is like ridiculous <laughs> over here." All right, all right. We got we we gotta we gotta kind of wrap this up, and uh, I I, I kind of want to personalize it a little bit. Uh, and 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 I know people who don't know us will not get this part of the thing, but I'm gonna give it a shot. Uh, people in our personal lives, who who do you equate or who do you see as characters in the movie? Like, who do you see as Jude Law, as we know in our group? Who do you see as <laughs> as Tom Ripley in our group? Who do you see as Marge, and who do you see as um, Meredith? And and Freddie Miles and et cetera, et cetera. Just pick one character. Well, Freddie Miles, right away, I'm gonna say is you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm not that much of a scumbag. No, you're not a scumbag. I'm not. I'm I'm but uh, loyal. But <laughs> right, but thank you, Kayla. But, but yes, you are loyal, and you're the type of guy who likes to squeeze everything out of life, yes. and that's what Freddie was all about. That's true. I agree with that. You know. 
Freddie was all about enjoying life to the max, and I feel like that's what you try to look for, which is why if I'm going to take one character from that story... I'll take it. ...and equate it to somebody in our group, that's what I would say. I'll take it. I'll take it. Everyone else, I don't think so, because you, you, you there's a lot of characters in that mm. movie that are living a particular type of life in a way that they think they need to live it, but it's not how they really want to live it. And I feel like the, our group lives our lives in a very real way. Dickie feels like he's uh, he has to act a certain way, be a certain way. No. Just to fit no, a certain... No, 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 I disagree no, with that. Yeah. I, I disagree with that. he does things because no, no, no. he wants to. And yes, he, has, he does certain things he, he has, has to. He has access to it. But he has mm-hmm. pressure from mm-hmm. his father. Mm-hmm. He has to try to make Freddie happy. He doesn't know. He's not making anybody happy. He, he doesn't care about anyone. He doesn't anyone. give a fuck. Yeah. That's the thing about Dickie. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He doesn't, but he does. It's like you not giving a fuck he about doesn't, the microphone but he does. thing. Like, if he, like he, he still <laughs> keeps squeezing he, it. He like, doesn't, but he does. Because if he didn't give a if he didn't give a shit about his father, he wouldn't have let he wouldn't have let Tom in. He cares about his father. He cares about That's his other father's name. You you were contradicting what you l- earlier he said uh, what? said earlier that the fact that Tom the fact that Dickie was so interested in Tom was because he did the impression or whatever of his right. father. Right. He wants to please his father. No, he doesn't want to. If he wanted to please his father, he just go back to fucking America and not try to get right. on the boat. But, he, but it's still it's a connection to his father, which is why he lets Tom into uh, his world. I, I disagree with you. I completely disagree. Okay. With you. And that's the beauty of this movie to have so many, <laughs> to have so many different. Yeah. Th- this, no, to have so many different perspectives of it. That's the beauty of the movie. What about about you, Kayla? Who do you who do you do you see anybody in our group that has uh, certain features? I could see you as Jude Law too. <laughs> Me, <laughs> I could actually kind of see Sharif as Jude Law a little bit. <laughs> Early Sharif, pre pre marriage, <laughs> pre marriage, pre marriage Sharif. He goes, we're gonna get on this boat in the first Nissan Altima. I see. Oh, pre marriage Sharif, you went to Italy. <laughs> pre marriage Sharif used to like leopard too, but you know, that's <laughs> why. Uh, you know, you know who has a little time in him. Who is Ramy? Really? Yeah, Remy's got a little time in it. Okay, now yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> no, because Remy, when he's focused on something and wants something to happen, <laughs> like when I tell him I'm going to get a duck for <laughs> Thanksgiving, <laughs> and he goes, Thanksgiving could only have one bird, and he's <laughs> like really animate <laughs> about it. And this is this is very much Tom, right? Uh, I'd be like, Remy, I kind of want to make that. Well, there's going to be a turkey. There should only be one bird at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Which makes absolutely no sense, right? Well, we had chicken for Thanksgiving. No too. fucking shit. That's what I told him, right? <laughs> and then what he said. So I, I love how he we went from Tom Ripley. I would love to have him. No, because I, I, I really, I really thought about Thanksgiving. I thought about Thanksgiving <laughs> when, when, when I'm watching this movie because Tom does this thing where like, uh, you like you push him on something that he's like, 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 you'd be like. Tom, that that's um that's that's uh that's Dickie's ring. No, no, no. I can explain. That's <laughs> Ramy, right? And it's just like, uh, Ramy, why do we have to have one bird? And that's when he'd be like, No, no, no. I can explain. And then and then and then he like concedes like, Mo, you can make whatever birds you want. By the way, I told my mom to make birds. If I, if I can find Shafaz 
yeah, family's uh, phone numbers. I'm going to tell them to make chicken, everything on the menu. Like, but but one thing I got to say about the movie, they're going back to the movie. No, I don't want to go back to the movie. No, I just want to go back very to mad the about Thanksgiving. I'm not, I know you're trying to <laughs> change, change no, the subject. No, I don't want to go back to no, the no, movie. No, 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 but going, going <laughs> back to the movie. Actually, I'm changing this podcast. We're going to make it about <laughs> fucking Thanksgiving. Right? No, 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 because it might relate to Thanksgiving, but the fact what that – the the scene where Dicky gets away when the when the detective is there, and the detective actually w- lets him go, remember? Yeah. Because yeah. they had they had nothing on him. They had nothing on him, but they said, you know what? We're actually going to pay you for your time and pay you for for all the uh, the uh, the inconvenience that you felt. Yeah. That's 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 like a great. That it's like. Even though he's the, it's, some, it's something that Ramy would get away with. That, that? <laughs> hey, that's what I mean. Oh. <laughs> he, he, Tom, you you don't know if he's the villain or not, but the fact that he gets away, you actually like, wow, he gets away that's with it. That's what him. I'm talking. That's Ramy, right? <laughs> that, that's exactly Ramy. So you're saying Ramy is Tom Ripley? Oh, Ramy's Tom Ripley. Okay, you're July. You have a little July. You have a little July in you. So Kayla's like, Marge. <laughs> no, Kayla's not Marge. <laughs> <laughs> K- 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 Kayla is uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Slavana. 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 So all right, so, so we keep going with this. So who's so, so who's so who's, uh, who's 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 Ahmed? Is Ahmed the detective? Just the mean dude who's Ahmed. coming in there? <laughs> Ahmed, Ahmed, Ahmed's the detective who's like surly oh, yeah. at the end. Goes, we had to check, <laughs> and the woman was pregnant. <laughs> no, Ahmed goes. Oh yes, I guess my English is a little too coarse. Like, <laughs> he's, he's the Italian detective. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, he wants to be a dick about it. He's the Italian detective. He goes, next time I hope my English is better. That's yeah. that's like Ahmed's fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's Ahmed. Okay, Ahmed. So who's who's Travis then? Travis. Oh, that's such a good question. I don't know if there's a Travis character in there. How about maybe? Actually, I know who Travis because if you're Freddie, then Travis is the main. He's like Dicky. He's playing the piano. <laughs> He's the one who's writing out <laughs> Ramy <laughs> to you. <laughs> ah, that's not really Travis. The maid, I don't know. I don't know. More importantly, who's Sean? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's no. a good question. I don't know, man. Sean, mm. you're in for a world of hate, man. God bless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, Kayla's laughing and doesn't want to put it on the microphone. All right, all right. So the main characters we got Sharif as Jude Law. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Mo, Freddie Miles. Yeah, right. right. I got to ask you a question once you're okay, done. Go ahead. No. Okay, great movie. We we've talked about it for the last um, hour or so. Yep, yep, yep. Favorite scene. Yeah, that's a tough question. And it's something I thought about asking you guys because there's so many amazing scenes. That's a really tough question for me. First I, I, one I, that pops in your head. I, I love I love I love the scene. I really do love the scene when you first meet um when you first meet Freddie Miles when he comes out of that small tiny car that he's like it's not supposed to fit in. He hops out like a ballerina and like gives his little soliloquy and like grabs a fucking wine, has a reservation ready. And just, I, 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 I love 
I love that. I love that scene. Roshi, what's your favorite There's scene? There's so many favorite but scenes. But what's your favorite scene? That now that I think about it, is when March uh, points at him, like finds out, like realizes that's him. He's the one who did it. There's a scene um, in the end, towards the end, when he kills Kingsley. Like he's, yeah. That's that scene. When he's hugging him. That whole... There's and it's so many good scenes. What about like him? Yeah. Yeah. I, li- no, I, li- I like I, that scene where he's hu- like suffocates him. And yeah. Like, I just didn't think that was going to happen. It's so sad. It's just... It's just... There's so many good scenes. What about you? My favorite what scene is that jazz scene. The jazz scene. Americano, Americano. Because that's the scene where everything just... Forget about everything. Forget about the women. Yeah. Forget about the yeah. stress of what class you're in. Forget about the money. We're just playing music. We're in Italy. We're singing. We're enjoying the moment. That's my favorite right. scene. Because that's where everything just breaks down apart. And, and that's the part where you have Americans in Italy singing in a jazz club, yeah. enjoying their time. And that's when their friendship probably reaches their climax. And then from there, it all goes downhill. See, the thing I don't I don't like about that scene is that is that there wasn't enough history yet built in there. What do you, what mean? Do you mean? It was still early. No, man, that they was the beginning of the end. They still liked about each other. Now, that was the beginning of the end. Can I tell you a scene? But I love that you said that because it jogged my memory about another scene. That this okay, the scene that really does it for me is when they they go to. Um, where do they go to find his, uh, the next house? Rome or San Remo? San Remo. They go to San Remo. Yeah, they go on the boat. They go on the boat. So the remember the jazz festival when Dickie asks him all those questions like, "Did I know you at Princeton? Did I like whatever, whatever?" And then, and then Dickie goes up and he like starts like he, Tom is si- still sitting at the table and Dickie goes to listen to the band and then Dickie's like. Oh, I love the drums. Should I get the drums? And Tom's like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Like, whatever. And just the disconnect of like, oh, this motherfucker can literally do whatever he wants. He can learn how to play the drums the next day because he has every privilege in life. And Tom's like, fuck, I have to go home because I ran out of money. I, I love that scene. I really, that's when you see the true tension between them and the disconnect and like, you know the next day shit's gonna go wrong. So I really, I loved, I really, really loved that scene. And thank you for reminding me about that other scene because that's what reminded me of that. So. But that's what I'm telling you that when they go to that club, that's the beginning of the end. That's when they. It's not. That's their ascension. That's when, that's when they're at their best. At the club when they're singing the song together. Ima- that's that the ima- no, of the there end. was still so much other good shit that was happening. Dicky bought them the ice box. Was it after that? Yeah. Yeah. Like Tom, I love you forever. Uh, love you, Tom. I'm gonna make uh, so many good scenes. Remember this scene where he's wearing to- um, uh, Dickie's clothes and he's dancing around. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I've seen. All right, I hate, I hate doing this, but I am. Uh, the, the when <laughs> Dickie catches him. Yeah. And he goes behind the mirror, and you see Tom's face, but Dickie. On the on the actual mirror, a fucking brilliant directing scene. Brilliant, like mm-hmm. great movie, smash. <sighs> you would remember if you would have watched it. it yesterday. It was <laughs> like no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you brought it up. 
<laughs> you you remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, this is our first episode. Honestly, I'm I'm never gonna need a girlfriend or a wife if I get to have this <laughs> every fucking week of my life. Uh, you guys were amazing, brilliant. Reef, Kayla. Thank you for having us. Of course. Yeah. And okay. Mo makes great mar- uh, Manhattan's, by the way. Oh. Yes. So uh, the cocktail we were having tonight is Manhattan's, ca- and I love that Kayla was part- participating with us, like of firing course. it up, and and I, it's, uh, it's it's been a, it's been a really great night. Thank you guys. Uh, the first couple here, my favorite couple. I'm, I'm not I'm so not gonna say that. Anyway. <laughs> the most beautiful couple I know. I'm not <laughs> gonna, uh, I, I that that is a that is a fact, and it's mostly because of Kayla. Not really sure. It's a horse. <laughs> 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 I love you guys. Genuinely love, love you, you guys. Love you too. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, we're going to have uh, another episode coming up soon. And uh, see, you don't, you don't need to be married. I know married folks for you guys. We're, we're making <laughs> <it happen. laughs> No, it's enough married folks for me to bring on the couch so that nobody else needs to get married. <laughs> All right. Love you yes, guys. Yes, you can enjoy the movie without being married, but still. It's great to have a wife to be able to talk to them. Uh, talk about them. Yeah, fucking disclaimer. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 have a good night, guys. Take care. Bye.